At the beginning of the sermon today, I, I noted that this cry out of the depths is a universal one, one that applies in a variety of, of settings, one that speaks in a variety of places. That was true yesterday. Maybe yours was one of the voices of the thousands, the tens of thousands, maybe the millions who cried in one way or another, oh, Lord, we're crying to you from the depths of the ugliness of racism. Lord, we cry to you, hear our voice. Now let me say, last night as I rewrote this ending, my hands were very sweaty, my heart was beating fast. And even now it does. But as a follower of Jesus, honestly, it shouldn't be that difficult, should it, to condemn racism? To, to condemn racism? To speak truth to the ugliness of white supremacy? To challenge Nazis? It should be a fairly easy thing to do, shouldn't it? Marco Rubio, senator from Florida, he said, there's nothing patriotic about Nazis, the KKK, or white supremacists. It is the direct opposite of what America seeks to be. I've seen similar quotes all over the internet today, especially on Twitter. Orrin Hatch from Utah, Governor Kasich, our governor from Ohio, said something very similar on his own Twitter account today. I, I loved one tweet I saw from a man who said, I signed up to fight Nazis 73 years ago. I'm ready to go again if I have to. <laughs> I liked that. I like that a lot. Christianity Today. Do you know the magazine Christianity Today? It is the leading voice in the conservative evangelical church in America. It is a very conservative evangelical magazine. The lead article on their website today is calling for pastors in conservative evangelical churches to speak out against racism, Nazism, white supremacy, to be clear and united in their voice that the church of Jesus Christ will not stand for this. These comments are short and sweet and clear. It seems as though that it's not so easy for some. The silence is deafening. But truly, as a follower of Jesus, it's not difficult to condemn these things. It should be fairly easy to do. The more difficult task is to look in the mirror. The harder thing is not to find my finger and, and point out all the, all the racists in the world that I can find and speak to this one or that one or somebody else, but to instead name the log in my eye, the prejudice and the failures and the racist thoughts that too often bubble into my own brain. Well, let me tell you a story. A few years ago when I was a youth minister in San Diego, I'd just locked up the youth buildings, was on my way home. I usually walked home from church in San Diego. It was always a beautiful day. Every day was a beautiful day in San Diego. It kind of got boring after a while, but it was always beautiful. 7 o'clock, 7.30, youth group was over. We'd had a good time. I was walking home when I heard some steps. I heard footsteps behind me. They were walking at the same pace I was. I did a quick glance over my shoulder, and I could see four young Hispanic males, Latino boys, 
17, 18 years old. They were dressed in the typical uh, way those, those kids dressed in Southern California. They had their flannel shirts buttoned up at the top button, but open, exposing their white t-shirt underneath. They're wearing brown khaki pants and black shoes. Their pace was the same as mine. They picked it up a little bit. I picked up mine a little bit. I began to wonder, what should I do? Should I run? Running may be a bad thing. Maybe I shouldn't run. Maybe I should stop. I, my brain was full of all these thoughts. When one of them finally grabbed me on the shoulder and pulled me around, he said, are you Pastor Glenn? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, at the church, right over there. Uh, right down here, that's me, uh, Pastor Glenn. Yes, uh, how are you? He said, we came for a youth group. Is it over? I said, oh, it started at five and it's done at seven. He looked at his friend and said, I told you it was at five, not at seven. We're late. He said, can we come to your church next week? I said, yes, please. Please do. I turned and through racist blinders saw thugs and was almost kept from helping these young men find their way to a relationship with God. We have to name, we have to name our own failures so that we can move together towards the unity that God calls upon us. So, I'm all in. I'm all in with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who loves the world, who came to set us free from racism and hatred. I'm all in in naming the, the prejudices and faults in, in my own life. The log sticking out of my own eye needs to be named and called out every time it appears. For out of the depths we cry to God to give us the courage and the bravery we need as a church of Jesus Christ to speak the love of Jesus, the love of God to a world, to let the world know that there is neither male nor female, Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, black nor white, gay nor straight, we are all one in humankind, one human race, under the one God who's given us the one love that will unite us now and forevermore. Let us be that church. We have been, we are, and let us, God, continue to be that church.